the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, sponsored by Hemp Leaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Wednesday night, March 29th, 6.04 p.m., New York City, sitting at my desk. And, you know, Sam Bellino used to play songs before we go on the air to, like, get me, like, in a good mood and get me psyched. I mean, he usually does a great job with that. But what, what really exceeds that great song is hearing his promo for Hemp Leaf. I know, I know you missed hearing that. Yeah, I don't exactly know exactly what's going on or what your thought process was at the time, but... Uh, Maybe your underwear were a little tight. I'm not exactly sure what, what the situation was. <laughs> that was, was my upbeat, happy voice. Was Is that what it is? Uh-oh. Yeah. Okie dokie. Uh, I want to welcome uh, Sam Bellino to the show. I want to welcome Alex Jarrett to the show. Alex, thank you for uh, helping Joni out in, in my absence. I appreciate oh, of it. Of course. How are you doing tonight? Robert? I'm good. I, I know uh, on uh, Monday when I happened to turn on the phone and listen to this show and I heard Joni calling, I'm like, what is going on? Which made me call in, and I heard that you were instrumental in fixing the uh, the problem. So thank you very much, Alex. And Joan, are you here? I am here. Okay, thank you very much. For... And to clarify, it was it was a tech issue. It was not a Joni issue. Yeah, it was a tech issue. But usually, like the host, like I guess I am kind of the host today. Like before we go on, I make sure it's all working. We tried for about 20 minutes. Okay. And you know what it was, folks, right? It wasn't plugged in. But we'll talk about that another time. Let's um, talk about, let me just get back into the law a little bit. Um, I had a case on today, the case of Laura Pazienza. She's the young lady who's accused of um, pushing the older lady down who hit her head and and sadly days later um, died. Uh, And I was involved with the district attorney's office and um, I got to spend some time with Lauren, which was, um, I actually enjoyed that um, very much so. Um, but the scene in front of the, the, the courthouse is pretty interesting, although the courthouse and the district attorney's office are one building, one Hogan place. One Hogan place is named after the former district attorney, Frank Hogan. And that kind of plays into a little bit about what I just want to speak about right now, which is this whole um possible indictment of former President Donald Trump. Supposedly, from what I'm hearing, and I was literally in that building today and in that courthouse today, supposedly people within the district attorney's office and alum of the Manhattan district attorney's office are quite upset uh, because 
this indictment or potential indictment against President Trump, people feel is not in line with that the, the storied history of the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. <clears throat> so Frank Hogan was the DA for 30 some odd years, as was uh, Bob Morgenthau. And they were known as being very independent men uh, who were not going to be told what to do by anyone. And they surely were not going to be used as a pawn for anyone or a political pawn for anyone. And I think more or less you could say the same about Cy Vance. I mean, maybe people could dig in a little deeper. Um, but for the most part, uh, Cy Vance, the, the district attorney who recently left, played it straight down the middle. Uh, I'm, I'm sure we can find some exceptions in this new politically charged world Um we're living in, but Frank Hogan and and Bob Morgenthau more or less had blinders on, and he more or less looked at at the the situation, looked at the facts, looked, pulled out the penal law, and said, okay, you know what what's the situation here, and and what makes sense. I think people are feeling that that did not happen regarding Alvin Bragg's treatment so far uh, with President Trump. Interestingly, when I was speaking to some members of the media today outside of one Hogan place, um, you know, we were throwing around like what happened between a year and two months ago when Alvin Bragg, the district attorney, was the newly elected DA, came in and took office and basically said, I'm not that interested in going after President Trump. Like crime is through the roof. Corona Corona's still going on like you know, we got to figure out crime in Manhattan for the people who elected me before I go talk about Donald Trump, which sounded like a pretty sound policy. Uh, simultaneously, that memo came out, the day one memo came out about who he was going to prosecute and who he wasn't going to prosecute, which was a memo that he had, Alvin Bragg had, as a piece of campaign literature during the whole campaign. No one really just picked up on it. Um, and exploited it the way they did after he got into office, maybe because day one didn't start until he got into office. But that memo was not handed out on the, the first day he was in office. It was a piece of campaign literature. And again, he said he's not going to put people in jail unless they commit violent crimes and, and, it was, and a whole litany of basically very uh, legal aid oriented type of policies more than. Frank Hogan, Bob Morgenthau type of policies regarding crime. But he said, well, I'm not going to go near Trump. So what happened 12 months later than he decided to? And what one of the reporters who I spoke to today, someone who I know a long time, it's interesting, she showed me how she has me saved in her phone. And she has me saved in her phone under my name. There's three cases, three high-profile cases that I've handled that are, but from years ago, including Abe Hirschfeld's case, so she's like Hirschfeld lawyer, Fire Follies lawyer, because there was a fire department guys I represented back in the day who got caught setting fires. And um, and I forget what the third case was. But, oh, it was Rapetti. It was Rapetti. So it was Fire Follies case. It was Abe Hirschfeld case. And it was Rapetti Crane case was saved in her phone. And she's like, I, I'll tell you what I think happened. I think when he came in, you know, he he was thinking the right way that let, let me figure out how this whole office works and I don't need to be distracted by Trump. But then the Trump Corporation case came and uh, they got a relatively 
swift verdict and the verdict that they want, a unanimous decision that the Trump Corp was was guilty and they got one point something million dollars, I think it was one point six as a sentence. And all of a sudden you have a district attorney who needs to be reelected and the you know, it's the still two and a half years away, but I, no one that I know of is very impressed with what's going on in the Manhattan District Attorney's office right now. So did it dawn on him or did he get caught up in the the fever of, you know, oh, well, look, we could bring down, we brought down the Trump Corporation without really breaking too much of a sweat. Maybe now we could bring down Trump himself. And in Manhattan, where I'm elected as the district attorney, where 80 some odd percent like voted for President Biden and not Donald Trump, the likelihood is those voters are going to be pretty good, pretty happy with me indicting Donald Trump. Now, depends. It could backfire because indicting and even convicting Donald Trump does not stop him from running for president. There is a, a scenario where indicting and convicting Donald Trump uh, makes Donald Trump look horrible. And it would achieve the goal if that was your goal as a prosecutor to knock someone out of a presidential race. And any of us who work in the criminal justice system know that that would be a horrible goal for a prosecutor. I'm prosecuting this guy on this low-level crime to knock him out of a presidential race. Frank Hogan and Bob Morgenthau would be flipping over in their graves if that was the situation. Um, or he could go to trial and get convicted and it could garner a lot of sympathy for him and empathy for him and say, well, Trump was right. He said that all along this is just a witch hunt and this turned out to be uh, a, you know, a misdemeanor crime. They're using some tolling statue that, that Governor Cuomo put in. Uh, and said, oh, well, you know, the statute of limitations is extended. This is a crime that happened in 2016. If this was, and, and, and Michael Cohen pled to it in 2018. If this was such a glaring crime, why are we indicting it in 2023? Why should you need to rely on Andrew Cuomo's extension of the, the statute of limitations? Why wouldn't you have done this a while ago? Why wouldn't Cy Vance have done it? Why wouldn't the FBI have done it? Could the district attorney in Manhattan, who I'll say it again, everyone says is a really smart guy and a really nice guy, could he and people immediately around him gotten so caught up in the, the Trump phoria of that conviction and seen that wasn't that hard? Maybe we go, you know, maybe I'll be the first DA nationally to uh, ever, ever in the history of the United States of America indict a former president who happens to be running to become the president again. And maybe that'll propel me into the national spotlight the way it had to some degree with Rudy Giuliani and Preet Bharara and other well-known prosecutors who, uh, you know, went on Rob, Robert Kennedy, the attorney general of the United States of America. You know, nobody knows what he's thinking. I did speak to one of Mr. Trump's lawyers earlier today and as far as they know, there is nothing really happening in the immediate future. That's hot off the press. So when I left on, on Wednesday night, I was all verklempt thinking, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going to you know, miss this indictment of a, of a president of the United States. I did Piscopo show early Thursday morning, which I had a lot of fun doing. I brought with me on my little trip down south my laptop to do um video i brought my all my comrax machine which i would have known to plug in and done the show live from there um but nothing crazy happened and it doesn't look like anything regarding an indictment of donald trump is going to happen anytime soon we're going to come back and i want to talk to you guys a little bit about florida and the difference between new york and florida don't go away we'll be right back
What does the perfect wedding entail? Just you, the love of your life, your guests, and the iconic New York City skyline. Sound too good to be true? Well, guess what? It's not. You can say, I do, with gorgeous views of the New York City skyline in the distance, on board the Atlantis yacht of New York Cruises. New York Cruises is the premier, unique wedding venue. They have a dedicated staff of experienced hospitality professionals who can provide you with wedding, cruise, event planning services every step of the way. Your guests will be wined and dined on the main deck, sky deck, and lounge deck with 360-degree views of the the Manhattan skyline. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagements, and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231. That's 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or just visit newyorkcruises.com. So before you go on the New York cruise, you just want to make sure that you got everything in order, your affairs in order, because you could have so much fun on that New York cruise that you could grab your chest. You're going to get the kabirkia and hit the boards. You don't want that to happen. If, God forbid, somebody in your family, someone you care about, someone you're financially responsible about, responsible for, uh, winds up in a nursing home or a hospital, do you realize how expensive that is in today's day and age? Fifteen, twenty thousand dollars a month without blinking an eye. It could bankrupt you. Well, you know what? You shouldn't panic, but you should be prepared. And how are you going to be prepared? You call our friends at Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. They have helped hundreds of people over 40 years, making sure they don't get the dire news that their loved one is sick and needs help. And it's going to take all of your life savings to help them because, you know, you want to do that anyway. But if there's government programs that you've been paying all these taxes for, why shouldn't you sign up for them? So call Connors and Sullivan for a free initial consultation with a lawyer at 718-238-6500. I'm sorry, 718-238-6500. You know they have offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. The time to act is now. Don't wait. Call Connors and Sullivan today, 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. And after you talk to them, folks, You'll be so glad that you did. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey.com. Who are we listening to, Sam Bellino? Well, Jane's addiction today for a Perry Farrell's birthday. Day in 1979, after attending a Dire Straits show during their residency at the Roxy in Los Angeles, Bob Dylan asked Mark Knopfler, the leader of Dire Straits, and drummer Pick Withers to play on the sessions of his next album. Slow Train Coming was the album, recorded in Muscle Shoals, in May of 79, with Jerry Wexler producing, Dylan had first heard Dire Straits' Mark Loeffler when his assistant Arthur Rosado played him the single Sultans of Swing. Sultans of Swing is Dire Straits' first song, and probably after Money for Nothing, their most famous song. You agree with that, Sam Molino? I would say so, absolutely. And I figured you'd like that little tidbit since you're a Dire Straits and Bob Dylan fan. Big. Big, yeah. Bob Dylan a lot less so than than right, right, of course. Bob Dylan, like, he's too mellow for me, and that that ties in well with our with my next point. So I went down to Florida, uh, 
lovely Florida, in particular the Miami area. Okay, and I am, you know, I'm so used to hearing over the last three years about, um, you know, Florida, 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 Florida. So, you know, it's less expensive. It's more safe. It's this, it's that. Look, it's really, really nice. I'm not going to say it's not nice. It's and nice is a weak word. It is, um, it's known as the sunshine state. San Bolino, guess which, uh, city has more rainfall, New York or Miami? Um, I would think it'd be Miami. Miami has 59 days a year of rain. New York has 47 days a wow. year a day of year. Now, New York has more snowfall. I think we can know that. Miami has more precipitation. Miami has 20 more, 24 more sunny days. So New York has 224 sunny days. Miami has 248 sunny days. Um, the um, the real issue, right, comes down to money, right? Dollars and cents. And most recently, it looks like New York overall, when you look at everything, housing and restaurants and grocery stores and transportation, it looks like New York is 12% more expensive for those things. I think it's 7% more. Our restaurants in New York are 7% more than the restaurants in Miami. Uh, Our grocery stores are 0.7% less than the grocery stores in Miami. Um... Our gasoline is in Miami. It's four dollars and forty-one cents as of late, and in New York, it's four dollars and fifty-six cents. Um, let's talk about crime, violent crime, on a scale from one being very low crime to a hundred being very high crime. Violent crime, New York, twenty-eight point two. Miami, forty-eight point eight. The average in the United States, 22.7. So violent crime, which is murder, attempted murder, rape, robbery, usually gun crimes. New York, 28.2. Miami, 48.8. So Miami is almost twice as, has almost twice as much violent crime as New York does. Um, And property crime. New York, 24.9. Let's just say 25. Miami, 62.7. So what's property crime? Basically theft, auto theft, burglary, pickpocketing, that kind of stuff. 25% for New York. They they give you a 25 rating in New York, 62, almost 63 in Miami. So crime is definitely not the difference. So I've I've just been doing a little research on this because here's what I find. I find when I go to other places, whether it be Atlanta, which I did two weeks ago, Florida last week, I feel like the residents there, they all, like, they're all real estate agents. They're all telling me why I need to move there. Now, when people come to New York, I, I show off our sites. I show off like, what I feel is the best part of New York. But I'm never like, you should leave Atlanta and come to New York. You should leave Miami and come to New York. That's... No, I, I don't need them. I'm mean, God bless them. I like them. They're my friends. They're my family, whomever. But no, no, I'm not. But I'm not a salesperson for the city. I don't need to sell this city. Uh, it's the city that sells itself. But the but when you go down there, like, come on, Arthur, what are you wasting your time in New York for? You should move down here. Look, I enjoyed it. The weather's beautiful. 
It was great, you know, in March being in the water. And I will tell you this. This is my biggest thing why I, I prefer the beaches down there is the ocean water is so warm. Now, look, I'm a polar bear. I go in in January. I'll go in Memorial Day when it's still cold. But I'm not going to lie to you. Like, you're not going in there for three hours. Uh, one of these days, I don't know if it was Saturday or Sunday, I was in the ocean for three hours nonstop because it was warm. The ocean water was warm. Um, but if you look at the education, if you're looking about mo- moving there to raise your kids, uh, New York City kids versus Miami kids, the education level of who completes a higher level of education, the D definitely New York has you beat. Um, I don't know. Again, it's I, I'm also bringing this up because there's all of this talk about, um, you know, moving out of New York, moving out of New York. Yes, we do have the highest taxes. I get it. Um, but you kind of get what you pay for. So I was pulled up another article. So which one is better? New York is better if you want to advance your career and generally enjoy the fast-paced life. Miami Beach works perfectly if you are after that slow-paced, relaxed kind of lifestyle. So it really depends on... Who you are, what your DNA is, uh, you know, what you're really what you're up to in your day in and day out life. So, you know, after being here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and, you know, in this rat race that we live in, um, I'm in that mode. Like, I like that. Like, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, And then you get there and you see a whole bunch of people just at one o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon. They're just like supine on a on a on you know on a lounge chair you know that's cool for every once in a while but people who are like oh yeah i do this all the time i work remotely and i sit by the pool and i'm on my laptop and i like i'm not coming down on them but um i don't know it's just um it's a nice place to visit but unlike the sign in brooklyn it says a nice place to visit a great place to live um, I, you know, I'm good. I'm good. Four or five days, Miami. That, that works for me. Uh, it works for my kids. I could see how, cause we met another couple down there who we know through my wife that, um, they re- relocated from Chicago to the, uh, West coast of, uh, Florida to the Naples area, which is another beautiful area. Uh, I got a friend there whose initials are JC, um, not Jesus Christ, but he's kind of like that at AM 970. Um, and uh, now, the crime in Chicago is off the charts horrible. I mean, they just got rid of their incumbent mayor. Uh, I mean, they said that it was horrible. Uh, I went to my friend Donna's wedding there in September. Uh, her and the people at, at her family at their wedding, they told me how horrible Chicago was. And, you know, they're like, after 9 o'clock, you have to be in your house. I'm like, really? They're like, yeah. And... You know, we could beat up on New York as much as we want. And you guys know, look, I don't have a lot of credibility here because I am a New York cheerleader. Um, but thank God crime seems to be going down. Um, I know that they, the homis- the percentage of homicides have, has gone down significantly. And that's really a real indication because you could play with the statistics with robberies and burglaries and rapes. But you can't play with the statistics of dead bodies. Like, how many dead bodies are there? How many of those cases have been closed? Um, and that number is going down, and that's a great thing. 
Um, I one last thing before we go to do a little Wellness Wednesday. I do want to talk about the Madison Square Garden lawsuit banning us lawyers. So um, a great lawyer, Randy Mastro, went up against a great lawyer, Mr. Hutcher from um, uh, David of Hutcher and Citron. I know all three of those gentlemen. They're distinguished lawyers, as is man- Randy Mastro on the other side. Um, they, uh, they went into the appellate court. So the lower court told Mr. Hutcher... I know you're a Knicks season ticket holder, but the way the statute reads, um, they can exclude you. Fr- they cannot exclude you from, and I forget the exact language, but it had to do with entertainment, um, music, uh, th- like basically everything you'd go to see Mad- in Madison Square Garden except a Rangers game or a, uh, a Knicks game. So people were allowed to go like, you know, we're on that list. So we, we like hypothetically, if I wanted to go see Billy Joel, I was allowed in. They went and argued in the appellate court either last week or the week before. The ruling came out um, yesterday that although the lower court judge was correct in giving some relief, saying that um, they can uh, uh, lawyers can go to the musical performances, etc. Um, it was the wrong kind of relief. The relief should be monetary. And the monetary relief here is $500 per violation. So hypothetically, the 20 people in my law firm, or the 20 lawyers around my law firm, in my law firm, around my law firm, we could go buy the cheapest ticket to whatever band is playing, The Cure, on June 20th, and all walk in there, and they could grab all 20 of us, and I believe they have to refund us the cost of the ticket, plus we would all get 500 bucks. And we could do that all day long if you want and just get 500, 500. I'll put it in Ariana's college savings account or her wedding savings account. I thought about that today. I got to open a wedding savings account for my daughter. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I'm excited. You got to do the same thing. I know. Uh, I'm excited about that. Um, But then there was also a part of the decision that said there could be criminal charges against the person from Madison Square Garden who escorts you out. So this is a saga still to be continued. Don't go away. We're going to come back with a couple of tips on Wellness Wednesday. And then we have Luca wrapping up the show with some sports update with Alex Garrett about the Yanks opening day tomorrow. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Coming up tonight at 7, we have got a lot to download in Wellness Wednesday. Dr. Nicole Sapphire, the OG, will be back with us. And we'll be discussing a lot of the COVID revelations coming out of investigations ongoing. That's tonight at 7 on Wellness Wednesday on Radio Night Live. A good work partner knows what you need before you need it. That's how it feels when you work with Cintas. Your dedicated Cintas service reps get to know your business and have the industry knowledge that can help you prepare for what's ahead. They'll deliver your team's workwear freshly laundered. Make sure your first aid and safety supplies, mats, mops, and towels are stocked when you need them. And your fire extinguishers are inspected and in working order. Visit Cintas.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the workday. I'm ready for the workday. Are you ready for the workday? You want to be a court reporter? You know where to go. Plaza College. I've been talking about the court reporting program at Plaza College because court reporters are such an essential part of the legal field. Plaza College has been around since 1916. And not only do they have their school of court reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new school of nursing. The accelerated Bachelor of Nursing of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation 
on Plaza's campus and within the best hospital systems in New York City. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It is incredible. If you want additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of studies, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or their School of Allied Health, just visit their website at plazacollege.edu. That's Plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. This is Mike Gallagher. Visit the Holy Land with me in Inspiration Cruises and Tours. No other trip will be like Stand With Israel. StandWithIsraelTour.com StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519 My name is Imran Ansari and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna and Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. Have you been injured in a construction site accident? Have you fallen from a scaffold, ladder, or height while on the work site? If the answer is yes, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. In most cases, the law in New York favors you as the plaintiff if injured in a fall while working on someone else's property. It is important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We're always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and Cammons at 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Cammons, fighting for justice, fighting for you. Fighting for justice, fighting for you. I got Imran. I got I got Sam Bellino. Who else is reading, uh, doing commercials with us? Leventhal. Leventhal, Cammons. Yeah, thank you. You're on your game. Nice. Well, oh yeah, Joni's next. We gotta, we'll find something for her to do on Wellness Wednesday. Maybe she could do something about the Helixer. That's Hemp Leaf's big product for women. Um, so, you know, I was down in Florida. Um, I got a little sun, but you know what I used to protect my bald head? You know what I used afterwards to nourish and hydrate my bald head? You got it. Hemp Leaf, their shea butter. It's uh, I Sometimes I go vanilla. Sometimes I go orange. Sometimes Jason mixes me up the combo of vanilla and orange. It is fantastic. Don't forget their black liquid soap. Put that all over your body in the uh, in the shower. All of their products are manufactured in their Long Island, New York facility, and all products are vegan friendly and cruelty free. If you're working out like a like a mad person, Icy Pot. That's the muscle rub that helps you heal after that crazy workout. And then there's the Helixer. You rub that on the back of your heel, ladies, after wearing those high heels all night long, and you will wake up feeling refreshed. How do you find these products? You go to www.hemp, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F, hempleaf, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F.com. That's www.hempleaf.com. Mention the name Arthur at checkout, and you'll receive 10% off. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Wow. Little purple haze. Nice. we go there we go nice all right 
Speaking of kissing the sky, well, when uh, every study you read now talks about the sun and the exposure to the sun and how that could wear you down and wear you out, you're... You know, I had my dermatologist telling me, Arthur, promise me you'll always wear a hat in the sun. And I, I was pretty good about being covered up in the sun. You know, she said, you know, skin cancer does kill people. Um, but, you know, we all want kind of like like young and cool. And, you know, as I mentioned last week, as we were driving, my wife looked at me. And she was, I think your face is falling. That was that was interesting. I said, honey, what do you mean my face is falling? Um, she's like, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, I know what she meant. She means I'm getting old. So what do I do to try to, you know, prevent that? I start hanging out with my friend, Jason Green. He is the co-founder of Hemp Leaf, um, which is the product that I've put on my skin basically every day. So Jason Green, welcome to the show. Or I should say welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. We also have Ray on the line, I believe, as well as uh, the other co-founder. Oh, is Ray D. Pinkley the second on the line? Ray D. Pinkney is on the line, guys. Good evening. What's going on, gentlemen? How's the world of hemp leaf? It's great. It's, it's, it's even better when we hear people like you who have sensitive skin, a bald head, being protected by our products. So that makes it fantastic. Well, I will tell you, I, um, especially after the sun, I mean, I know we spoke about putting it on before the sun, but after the sun, I, it really, it really it, I'll be honest, it goes on a little thick, and you're initially like, wow, this is a little, like, pretty heavy. And within, like, minutes, by the time you finish brushing your teeth, it's kind of, like, gone. It's all soaked into your pores, which showed me, at least, how badly my body needed it. It wasn't exactly rejecting it. It was, it was sucking it in. Talk to me about that, guys. First of all, when you, when you utilize our products, you don't need a lot of it. The term, a little goes a long way, that's what applies. You take a little finger, just the tip of your finger, put it in the middle of your hand, you see it starts to melt. Take that, start spreading in your hands. It starts spreading all over the place. So you don't need a lot of it. Now, when this, this, this acts like a second skin barrier, it literally goes subdermal to the skin. So, again, this is coating your, your, your body to help protect it. And, Arthur, I hear that you tend to get burned pretty easily because you're on boats and you're out with the kids and having fun in the sun quite a bit. Here's a little trick. Put the product on the night before, after taking a bath or shower, whichever, Put it on and let it sink in. By the time you get up the next day, it's actually within the mucous membrane of the body, not clogging the skin, but helping it to protect. And there is a skin barrier at that point that is pretty much impervious to anything that's going to be out there, free radicals, the sun. I mean, nothing's going to stop the sun, but this will work with the sun. Unlike a lot of other things, you don't have to worry about greasiness, something breaking, and then you have peeling. This actually helps your skin to adjust to the UV rays the U- and all, all the different UVs out there, the UVAs, the UVBs, the UVCs, all of those different things that the sun and the atmosphere can actually help damage the skin, this will actually help to prepare you to deal with the very harsh elements of outside. So this is where we're going with. We're going with the night before the sun exposure to, to slather up and then go to sleep and Absolutely. Let, let your body use it as, as need be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, you have to know the difference between sunblock and sunscreen. One blocks out all factors. But that doesn't allow any of the nutrients like the vitamin K's, the vitamin D's, all these things that you need from the atmosphere to get in. So we produce something that allows both. If you want something to block, because you have ultra 
ultra-sensitive skin, we have a sunblock. But then we also have those people that say, look, we want a little bit of that sun rays to get on me and give me that nice tan, that nice bronzy color. That's our sunscreen. So Jason and I are working diligently right now to give you something. And we actually have something that we'll bring to the studio the next time we're there so that you can try it out. And then you can tell us what you like about it. More importantly, what you don't like about what we've created for you and everyone else. Well, I got I got a little preview it's supposedly, it's, once again, like all your products, it's all natural. There's shea, mm-hmm. zinc, and then I see carrot and raspberry oils. Is that, is, am I on the right path here? Yep. Yeah. So car- carrot raspberry oil actually has natural SPF properties to it. So we're going to add the zinc uh, to give you that ability to block the sun's rays completely so that you're not going to get, you know, crispy. But uh, we're, the, 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 what we're trying to do is make it so that it is very natural and that uh, you theoretically could eat it if you wanted to, but you just don't want to put anything unnatural on your skin that you wouldn't put in your body as well. So is the carrot the carrot oil, is that going to give me like a natural tan in and of itself? I thought that too when I tried it, and then I gave it to Ray, and then he could tell you what happened. What happened, Ray? <laughs> so, so Jason got a very nice tan, being a little Jewish guy from Long Island who's redheaded. So he's closer to that, that nice tan mark, but you will get a little bit of a tan. Actually, you'll get quite a bit of a tan. You will. You will get quite a bit of a tan. You're going to get that I, nice I mean, I know, I know women who, like, spray tan. I think part of what they're spraying on their bottom is some sort of a carrot carrot extract. It, it, it well, is, but it's doesn't. also... Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> carrot is not going to give you that, that, that look that they got. They've got a chemical balance. They've got a chemically-induced product there, which is what we stay away from. Again, Jason alluded to it very early, but I'm going to make it very clear. Our products are so natural that you can eat it if you want. Literally, everything that's put into this individually is something that you can consume by yourself as a product. But now you're combining this like the people of Africa do. If you think about it, the people in Africa are in hotter sun and hotter temperatures than most people in the world are. Do you see them with burnt skin? No, they're using products like this daily. And here's something that most people really don't know. Shea butter is an edible product. You can cook with shea butter, meaning it's an edible product completely. So if you take a product like that, which is why we say take a product, put it on the body. It's something that you can put in the body or on the body at the same time. You can ingest just a little bit of shea butter naturally by itself. That then changes the properties of the body to start to help it to assimilate, to become a symbiosis of the sun. So now you're, you're not you're not impervious to the sun's effect, but you accept the sun's gift of the radiance a lot more than someone who doesn't have it. So you can actually do either one, put it on the skin or take a little bit of it and put it in the mouth. Again, it's not going to harm you because all of these products by themselves are edible. So we just take them and combine them the, properly, the proper way so that you can have a product that's both inside out, outside in for you. Good, well, I'm looking forward to you guys coming in here and, and you know, helping me out. And, I, I mean, I don't know if we need to eat the shea butter, but, you know, we could talk about it. So maybe next week uh, or the week <laughs> after, whenever you guys are around on a Wednesday in New York City, you come and visit us. All right, Jason? All right, Ray? Okay. We'll take you up on that. All right. All right, folks, don't go away. We're going to have Luca Joseph Idala and Alex Garrett give us a little sports report. So we will be right back.
With Progressive's Home Quote Explorer, you can check if you're paying too much for home insurance because giving you options is the right thing to do. Oh, you mean like when I let someone with less groceries go ahead in line? Sure, there's a part of me that thinks, if you only need three things, maybe go to a convenience store next time. And now they're sifting through coupons and my frozen foods are about to be not frozen. But still, it's the right thing to do. So compare rates with Progressive's Home Quote Explorer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. So, Michaels has been there since 1964. Perillo Tours is starting their 78th year in business with vacations to Italy and now Hawaii. Spain and Greece, too. Join Joe Piscopo on a special Perillo tour to Italy. And you know why you want to you join Joe Piscopo? I just got a text from my buddy Johnny T. Uh, he's a Jersey boy. Here's the. This is what he said to me just now. He just sent this to me. Your boy Piscopo spoke at my son's school Sunday morning. I went to go say hello, but there was a mob around him. He did a really great job. Joe, if you don't, if you don't listen to his show in the morning for whatever reason, you're sleeping because you were up all night listening to uh, Frankie from Staten Island. Uh, he's a, just a fabulous entertainer. And he's a fabulous speaker. And when you go to Italy with him, not only are you going to get a chance to hang out with him, but on the three nights that you spend in Rome, one of those nights Joe puts on a, t- a private performance for you where here in new york new jersey all over the country people play a lot of money to go see joe it's part of your package and then after you do the rome thing you do the sicily thing for three nights taromina you're going to go to the, the coast you're going to go to savoca forza de argo you're going to go to the the towns where they film the movie the godfather you're going to have a wonderful wine tasting at mount etna and then you're on to palermo for three additional nights before flying home october 18th to 28th Call to Perillo Tours, 1-800-431-1515, 1-800-431-1515, or visit perillotours.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM970, The Answer. You get a shiver in the dark, it's raining in the park, but meantime... This is Sultan's Up Swing. This is the original studio version. But the live version on the album Alchemy, which is 20 some odd minutes long, is just one of the most incredible guitar songs. Mark Knopfler has a, a very unique way of playing the guitar, and it is just spectacular. Um. In the world of the law, one last thing before we talk a little bit about sports. New York governor has new shortlist of chief judge finalists with two holdovers from the previous try. Uh, the commission said it garnered 54 applicants, 13 more than November's, uh, which was uh, 41. But here's the thing. People who were on the first list are no longer on the second list. What happened? Like, why were they good enough to be on the first list, but now 
only two of the the seven that were on the, the first list uh, made it onto this list. One is the New York Court of Appeals acting chief judge, Anthony Canataro. Um, I mean, it would make sense for him to be uh, on this list since he's running the Court of Appeals right now. The other one is another member of the Court of Appeals, Associate Justice's Justice, Judge Shirley Troutman. And then there are uh, other judges from, oh, and also Court of Appeals Associate Judge Rowan Wilson. So there's three of the six current members are actually on this list. Uh, and then there are other judges from the appellate division. And I believe there's one, there's a lawyer who is the attorney in charge of special litigation and law reform at the Legal Aid Society. So now if you guys remember, we did a bunch of shows on Judge LaSalle, who was originally nominated by the governor, but she didn't have the strength, the power, the the power, the sway over the legislature to get uh, to get it pushed through, which was sad. And they over politicized that it should not that should not have been the case. Um, judge LaSalle is really a down the middle uh, judge with an excellent reputation, um, who's a super nice guy, very well liked. And, you know, when you're on a court with six other judges and you're you know one of seven, you got to have the right personality to kind of keep everyone together. And he had that personality. And it's a loss to the state of New York that he did not um, he did not succeed in becoming the new chief judge. One more legal long legal topic before we go to Luca um, songwriter. Anglislang, I think, I don't know how you say this name, filed a copyright infringement lawsuit against the Rolling Stones on Friday in the United States District Court for the Eastern District of Louisiana. The lawsuit alleges that the band's song, Living in a Ghost Town, which they put out during uh, COVID, misappropriates key elements of Angelslang's songs. Um, Sergio Garcia Fernandez, known professionally as Angelslang, authored the song So Sorry in 2006. The song was registered with the Society General in Spain. The following year, he recorded the song Seed of God, Talent in the Trash, I think is the name of it, which was also registered uh, and copyrighted. The two songs were released in 2019 as part of his compilation album Brick Songs. He's basically saying that he provided a demo CD containing the two songs to an immediate family member of Mick Jagger. The family member then emailed him, expressing that the musical works and its style style was a sound the Rolling Stones would be interested in using. In 2020, the Rolling Stones released the song Living in a Ghost Town. The complaint claims that the Rolling Stones used unauthorized copying and sampling of So Sorry and Seed of God in the infringing sound recording. The complaint points to vocal melodies, the chord progressions, and the drum beat patterns, the harmonica parts, the electric bass line. Wow, the whole thing. All right. So we shall see. I mean, if the, um, if Mick, you know, if he can't afford a lawyer, we will do, uh, we'll give him a little pro bono work. Before we go to, um, to Luca and end on a high note, a little bit of a sad note. A, we lost uh, a member of the Idala Bertuna and Cammons, an AM 970 family, uh, last week. Um, actually the daughter of one of our members of our family, Frank Sedio, who is a former judge, a former assemblyman, a former police officer, a former county leader, um, 
He's been on this show more times than we could count. I love when he's on this show. He's a dear, dear friend. I call him Uncle Frank. He's He looks out for everyone. Well, sadly, someone was not looking out for him because he lost his daughter, Tony Ansetio. Um, and um, I was last night I was at the wake, and today was the funeral. And it was very, very, very sad. And Frank said, you know, he was inconsolable. And the the club of losing a child is the worst club you could actually ever think about being in. And so our heart goes out to Frank and um, uh, we'll be thinking of him and he'll stay in our prayers. And in a week or two, we'll get him back on the show to talk politics. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only Luca Joseph Idala. Hello, Luca. Hi. Little tumbling dice on the uh, radio there for you. How you doing? I'm doing good. All right. So you're done with school. You did your homework, right? Yeah. All right, let's start off. What are we doing tonight? Going to the Nets game. We're going. We're allowed. We're not allowed in MSG, but we're allowed to, to uh, go to the Barclays Center. Who are the Nets playing? The Houston Rockets. All right, and the Houston Rockets aren't so great, correct? No. So maybe we'll see a win tonight? Yes. That's, is that your prediction? That is my prediction. Do you know if the Nets are still in a playoff hunt? Yes, they are. Okay. And now tomorrow, March the 30th, it's a big day, specifically in Bronx, in the Bronx. What's your call on that? Uh, yeah, so it's Yankees opening day um, uh, against the Giants. Against um, the San Francisco Giants. San Francisco Giants. Now, the San Francisco Giants are a National League team, correct? Yes. So that's interesting. They're starting off the league, the, the series with interleague play. Yes. All right. Now, do we have any idea who, who the Yanks are um like what their lineup is going to look like? Um, well, their starting pitcher is going to be Garrett Cole. Okay. How do you feel about that? Um, I feel good about it. Yeah, you're into a Cole. You're into Cole. Yes. Okay, go ahead. And uh, my projected lineup <clears throat> is going to be uh, Mayhew batting first and being the DH. Okay. Judge batting second and being um, center fielder. Go ahead. Rizzo betting third and being the first baseman. I like it. Stannon betting fourth and being the right fielder. Go ahead. Um, Torres betting fifth and being the second baseman. Go ahead. Donaldson betting sixth and being the third baseman. Um, Anthony Volpe betting seventh and um, being the shortstop. Um, Jose Trevino being the catcher. And Oswaldo Cabrera being in left field, and he'll be uh, batting ninth. Yes. All right. Now this is it. Now that they, the Yankees have not announced their lineup, correct? No. So that is just the exclusive here on the Luca Joseph Idala Yankees lineup on opening day, correct? Yes. Okay, Alex Garrett, what do you have to say about Luca Joseph's Idala prediction here? I like it. I actually think Volpe bats ninth tomorrow. But I tell you what, guys, isn't it exciting that this what twenty-one-year-old kid gets called up? And there's a lot of shades of Jeter here talking about. You know, the comparisons are running wild. So I'm very excited for Volpe. Volpening day, but the pitching staff, guys, we're we're missing. Three big starters going into the season, which I'm a little worried about. Rodon, Montes, and um, well, and then Garrett Cole starts tomorrow. But there's a few missing uh, heading into the rotation. How's so, Severino doing? That's the other one. Severino's another guy that's on the long-term injured list. So we got a we got a long road to go here. But again, opening day. How about it against the Giants, a team that that wanted Judge didn't get him, and now they face him tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes too. All right. Um, Luca, do you have any idea what the weather's going to be like tomorrow? 
I do not. It's going to be cold. It's going to be like 40 degrees. And you know the seats that we sit in? Those yes. Are, those are pretty high and they're not in the sun. Yeah. So it's going to feel like 20 degrees. Yeah. Well, I will tell you, Luca, you know, I have this little book next to me called Life Little Instruction Book. And in Life's Little Instruction Book, it says if your city or your town has a baseball game, a baseball team, you should always go to opening day. So right. you think you think your dad should go to opening day tomorrow? Yes. Uh, you can't pull. I can't pull you out of school. You're already missing school. Um, plus, you're a straight A student, and we got to keep it that way. But I think tomorrow for like two hours, I think I'm going to sneak out, and I'm going to run out. I'll, I'll jump on the four train. Oh, I'll jump on the D train, probably around twelve o'clock. They'll get me there at twelve thirty, because it's going to take forever to get in with all those security lines, and. Um, I'll go watch the opening pitch. And, Luca, do you know about the new rules now with the whole pitch count? Uh, yes, there's a, a pitch clock and the bases are bigger. And, yeah, the bases itself are bigger. And the, the batter is only allowed to step out of the batter's box, I believe, one time per at-bat. Yes, I believe so. So you know when they like the batters step out a lot and they're like adjusting themselves? Yes. They, they can't do that anymore. They can only do it once. So they're trying to speed up the game of baseball. You no, think the game of baseball? Fifteen seconds, by the way. So fifteen seconds between pitches, pitches I believe. Yes, I think yeah. it's twenty. It I varies with 20. people on base, but yeah, it's it's. Quite oh, does a, it? Yes, it does. So ah, that's why we have Alex here. All right, Sam Bellino, you got anything to say before we uh, wrap up for a Wednesday night? I hope you uh, stay warm at the game tomorrow. Oh uh, well, Joni, I got so many emails that you did such a great job Monday and Tuesday that no one needed to really hear you on Wednesday. She did. Joan did a great, great job. Okay, uh, yeah. even I'm commending her. Even wow, even I, I heard Alan Dershowitz did a great job. Did Lauren Fix was on. Was Lauren Fix on? Lauren Fix was on. I know the auto show's coming up. Luca, you want to go to the auto show? Yes. Okay. All right. So we will be back tomorrow. We'll be live and local from after the Yankee game. And um, I believe we'll be live and local on Friday as well. So stick around for the Arthur Idala Power Hour. We're here to help. We're here to entertain. We're here to educate. And it's our honor to spend every night with you at 6 p.m. We'll see you tomorrow. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, sponsored by Hempleaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.